I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. For fuck. And welcome to the Lost Boys podcast with you every step of the way. You got me, Jacob Stolworthy, and me, Jack Shepherd. We're here after a week break, but for us, it's been a lot longer, and it feels great, great to be with Jack. Fantastic. We've been we've been torn apart, torn because of Jack, not because of me. It is because of you. You went to Glastonbury. No, don't try and do. He tries to do this every one way. He tries to make it up about me. It but it's about Jack. You. He's left our workplace. So it's made it logistically tougher to do this, but we're making it work. And today we have watched season three, episode 18, which is titled DOC, which stands for Jack. Dead on. Come on, Juliet says it. Oh, deliver. I don't know. What is Jack, it? come on. I'm not continuing the podcast until you tell me what DOC means. Dead old crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> so... Date of conception is, oh, is the real the answer, so you can just bag off. But anyway, yeah, that's the one. For those who don't remember, DOC is the episode where Sun finds out whether or not the baby is gins. Jack correctly predicted it was going to be gins. Yeah. Especially when he found out that our sperm counts times five. Times five, that's huge. It's a lot of sperm. It's not a number, though. Not a number. <laughs> not a number. It couldn't be eight times, though, could it? Oh, well, that would have been even huger. That would have been bigger. Um, Jack, did you like this episode or not? Yes, I did like this episode. Did you? Okay. Yeah, it it was a nice episode of Lost. It went along. It like, you know, added a few things here and there. Bit of excitement with Charlie and the boys and the new girl. Mm. And, and Miguel's return. <laughs> I was so excited to watch this episode of you so, solely because I knew your boy Miguel came back against all the, against all the odds. Against the odds. He comes back, pops his head in. Then does a runner. Yeah, he's like, he's like, ooh, no, I don't like this, and runs <laughs> away. And then Jin catches up with him, doesn't he? Yeah, then Jin gets him and does, smacks him around the head with like some like crazy spinning kick. Well, it's funny because in the flashbacks, um, Jin says that his father died when he was in the army. And apparently, career men of a certain age must serve in the army. Um, and he would have got like martial arts training because you see it in full action in this episode. Yeah. When he absolutely takes down Miguel with a with a roundhouse kick. Also, I just want to say, for those who might just be tuning in, we know it's Mikhail. We know it's Mikhail. Do we know that? But I know that, but Jack just loves calling him Mikhail. Just yeah. a disclaimer, I don't want anyone going, you know his name is Mikhail. We know that. His name is Miguel. It's Miguel. It's Miguel. <laughs> you really pronounce like... Well, in that the Miguel, isn't it just like Miguel? Miguel? That's Miguel. Yeah, but it's spelt Miguel, but it's Miguel. Yeah, but Miguel like that sounds more like Mikel. Ah, it's real far away from that's possible. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Was it a bit where he roundhouse kicks Mikel? Miguel. Now I'm doing a mixture (laughs) of them both. Um, What I love is he does it. He 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 does an absolute stonk around his head, and then Charlie and and Desmond Hurdy run past, and it's like. What did we miss? <laughs> you missed <laughs> yeah. a really fucking sick moment. Um, so I'm glad you like this one. Did you like it? Yeah, no, I like this one. This one, I mean, Who this could one have guessed. <laughs> Who could have guessed that Jacob liked an episode lost? Who knew? <laughs> Shockers. <laughs> do you want to know why I like it or don't you? Yeah, no, or I do. Or are you going to come I out do, with another pithy yeah. line? 
No, I, don't, I want to know. Well, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> That's really good, like, podcast material. <laughs> Come well, on, tell us. I'm going to tell them. I'm not going to tell you. Fine. So can you just close your ears, please? Yeah, yeah, sure. Put your hands over your ears then. Then the other one. I Put can't. the mic down. I really like this episode because it really tears along at a uh, pace. Put your hands over your ears. And there's some really good character work. And I do like how Juliet is plonked with sun. Uh, and it's, it makes for some really engrossing scenes because they're two banging actresses. And I really like the scenes with Hurley and Jin and Desmond and Charlie uh, because there's a lot of intrigue going on about what the hell is going on off the island in regards to Flight 815. You just said, all you said there was, I like it because I like what happens in the episode. You just described everything that yeah, happens. But I explained content. I like the the I think I like some being prompt with Juliet. That's a really good little duo. That is a good duo. Yeah. Are we in are we in agreement about that? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't mention the flashbacks. Well, we'll get to that. In fact, I think controversially, yes. We're gonna do the flashbacks first. That's so controversial. Wow. Why is that controversial? Because we never do them first. We always end with them. Okay. Controversial. Brace yourselves, listeners. I'm not doing this because I want to get them out of the way because they're pretty good flashbacks. Yeah, you got Mr. Paik. I mean, you got Paik and Quan. Smiley Quan. Both dads back. Both quite smiley as well. Both smiley. And we finally have like, like Jin's dad's a good dad. Yeah, he's good. We know that though, didn't we? But he's maybe not his dad, so. Why? Because he literally says that in the episode. Oh yeah, it's a prostitute. Yeah, he does say that, yeah. So (laughs) Jin's mum. It's okay. So for those who don't remember... Uh, the flashbacks like of DOC <laughs> on here to tell you about them. So, Sun is like all happily married to Jin, and then this woman starts blackmailing Sun and says, I know that Jin is a son of a fisherman, and I know that his mum is a prostitute, and it will bring you and your family great shame. So, bring me a hundred thousand. Whatever. One million dollars. It is a bit like megalomania, kind of <laughs> just plunk, pl- 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 like grab a number out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, so son she does a bit of digging about his family history isn't she subtly yeah, she poor goes, Jin he's going around like blissfully unaware of all of this yeah it's a Jin has a nice episode because he's nice in it he's just very happily married you know hello Mrs. Kwan mm. having a great time loving being married in fact he's really tishing out the lines he's yeah he's being very romantic the honeymoon period is like there for Jin full swing he is he's loving it I think at one point he says, if you like it, I love it. It's like, come on. <laughs> That's the ultimate, like, newlywed line, isn't it? Yeah. It's sweet. It is sweet. He's cute. And it's it's in, and genuinely intriguing um, to, to learn that Sun is the one who screwed it all up, really. Yeah, Sun is the one who ruins, not ruined their marriage, but well, she, she sells... Jin to her father, Mr. Yeah. Paik. And she even says she knows what he does, but she's still willing to do it for honour. It's interesting right, for some, because she says at the beginning, like, I don't really have much to do with the family business and all of that. And she doesn't. She keeps kind of out of it. Like, she kind of keeps, conveniently keeps out of it, doesn't she? But yes. then she admits to Mr. Paik that she knows what he does and she'll continue kind of like staying out of it if he just pays the money that this woman, who obviously turns out to be Jin's mum, did you did you know that? Did you think that? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it feels quite obvious. It's like, who else would know? And it would be a good time to bring in the mum. Yeah, absolutely. I just can't quite believe that um, Jin's mum could be so ma- malicious. No? 
Now, Jin's, I mean, Jin's got a nasty side, but it's, 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 he's a creature of ha- habitat, isn't he? Like, he's only, he only loses his niceness because his soul is sold over to mm. Mr. Pake because of Sun, as we learn here. I don't know. But anyway, Sun at the end also, she kind of issues a threat to this woman, and it's a really good moment. And it's like, whoa, you are Mr. Pake's daughter. Yeah, you remember, she's daughter Pake. It's a great moment, that. It is good. And we're going to play a soundbite here of it, but you won't understand what she's saying because it's Korean. Unless you're Korean. Or unless you speak Korean. But yeah, that was Sun going mad. That's the first time we've ever done a stop and then... Gone, here's a soundbite. I just felt like doing it. That was... I just felt it. And it was I would, the moment. That took me by surprise, you saying that. <laughs> I am <laughs> I am shocked. You look quite subdued. <laughs> What's funny is because for us, the, the pause was about two seconds, if that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that happened. If anyone um, listened to us, they'd think we're nuts. Uh, yes, yeah, Sass like, living it, listening in the other room. in the other room. Christ. Um, so, yeah... Also, there's an, if, if you okay, let's talk about the Mr. Kwan scene. Interesting about Sun going to see uh, Jin's dad because um, this means that when Jin goes to see his dad in the first season in the flashbacks after he marries Sun and like says, you know, I said you were dead. I'm so sorry and all of this. He knows he would have met Sun already. Kwan, Mr. Kwan, senior. Yeah, he knew, but he played it. He just smiled. Mate, he just smiled. Smiliest man in all the land. He has a great smile as well. Also, again, one of the few good dads. For Jin, it's the reverse. Like, everyone else has bad dads. He's got a bad mum. Yeah, true. No, absolutely true. Everyone's just got at least that one bad parent. Yeah, no one can have a a good set. It's either they've all got either one bad parent or their dad's Christian Shepherd. Either way, either one. <laughs> All roads lead to Christian. All roads lead to Christian. They really do. God, Mr. Kwan and Christian. Who'd win in a fight? We should do a dad-off competition. Oh, Christian would definitely win. Yeah, probably. Kwan's too nice. Do you not reckon he had a little martial arts training? I don't know. Maybe if he was made to go into the army. Yeah. Maybe he's a, also, he's a fisherman. He's a labourer. Maybe he would. But also, Christian's quite terrifying and quite big. Yeah, he's not big. He's just... a. Mate, Christian would absolutely, like, I don't know. He, he seems like a bit of a coward. I feel like he would he would go for the eyes. Christian? Yeah, he, he would, you know, no no rules for him. I feel like he'd throw a punch and run away. Maybe. Yeah. He, he would bring his little scalpel with him. Yeah. He'd play dirty, he would. Whereas Locke's dad would just push you out of a window. Where is Locke's dad? <laughs> What's happened? When are you going to find out about that, I wonder? Next episode. So episode 13, that was the big reveal. So that's 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. You had five episodes with no luck, no Anthony Cooper. Christ. Five. Will it be the next one? Who knows? I hope so. It's been a long time. It's been a while, hasn't it? They made time for fucking... Uh, what's Nikolai, Nikki, and Nikki Paolo. Paolo? Yeah, in a banging episode of TV. Christ, made time for them, but no time for Locke. Yeah, they did that straight after. That's why I love Lance. <laughs> um, when Sun goes to see her dad, firstly, I love the massive, like, kind of overhead shot of the stairs. 
What the huge stairs? Because yeah, it's like that would take you so long to 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 go up. And you're telling me, Mister Pake, if he's got a hundred thousand uh, pounds in his flipping safe, he's definitely got a lift he's got somewhere. A lift. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lift in there, you know. Um, Maybe it's a secret lift, like you know, like Bond, the door in the in the hatch. Bond villain type, yeah. Secret lift for him to get in and out, and Son doesn't know about it. He's so fake when he sees her. He's like, "Hello, dear." <laughs> It's all just so fake. But what I do want to say is he's having a chat with some associates before Sun goes in and we don't get the subtitles of what they're saying. Ooh. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, aren't I? Are you going to tell me what they're saying? I'll tell you what they're saying. Cool. I'm excited. Go on. Can you tell me in <laughs> Korean first? <laughs> I'm going to leave that. <laughs> I'm going to leave that. I'm not going to, I'm going to reject that request. You know what? We'll have a sound bite of it here. Here. Yeah. <laughs> 저희가 아직 받지 못했습니다, 회장님. 한수치 다녀서 우리 측에서 장비를 제공하지 않았다고 난리 났다는데. So now I'm doing English. What that was? <laughs> that caught me off guard, actually. <laughs> um, so one of the employees says, um, "We haven't received the forged conveyance permit yet, Mr. Chairman." And Mr. Pake replies, saying, "I heard the Hanso Foundation is filled with anger at the fact that our side didn't offer the equipment." Hanso, we've had that before. We have. Mr. Hanso, is that someone? Alva Hanso is mentioned by Marvin Candle in the videos. Hanso Foundation produced those videos. Ooh. All rights reserved. And the Hanso Foundation outbid Mr. Pake. Is that what you just said? I heard the Hanso Foundation is filled with anger at the fact that our side didn't offer the equipment. Oh, didn't offer the equipment. So they're working with the Hanso. All these corporations. So much tying in. It's great. Um, is Lost just one big setup for for Jin because Mr. <laughs> Pake was annoyed? Is that where this all comes from? I feel so sorry for Jin. He has no idea at the end when he's like, "I'm I can provide for you." Firstly, if I was Jin, I'd be like, "Yeah, let's have a banging honeymoon with that money." Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what if you got given a hundred k? He's like, "No, give it back. I will provide for you, man of honor." Sure, but clearly I'm not because I'd be <laughs> like, "Let's just crib a bit of that and have a banging honeymoon." And go to Ikea and get some great furniture. Yeah, I mean, mean? I mean, we we would do a lot with that money. Sounds lucky he didn't say that, because then she'd have to go and ask for more (laughs) to give to the woman. Sorry, Dad, I need another 100K. (laughs) Uh, What happened? Well, I told Jin it was for furniture. I need another 50 pounds. (laughs) Why? Jin just took 50. (laughs) Um, Oh, he's so sweet. Poor Jin. Um, So good flashbacks. Good flashbacks. And they tie in... Kind of with what's going on in the island. Well, they time because they, they we learn because we're talking about Jin's mum. Yeah. His mum was with many men, which happens in line with what's going on in the island She's, of Sun having like potentially a baby with either or two people. Yeah, so it's just one other man she was with. That's how they tie in, though, isn't it? That's how the flashbacks. Yeah, that's the relationship. Yeah, because there's nothing else similar that happens. No, 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 that is it, that is it. Um, Thank you. And also providing the context behind Jin, his characterisation, how he comes to become the nicer man we see at the beginning of the season. Yeah, but we know how that happens. Hell of a payoff, though, as in long pay... Like, just in general, like, Jin, Dunning Day Kim, like, signing up to that role, knowing that he was going to be seen as being a bit of a douche for the first whole season of a TV show, takes some dedication. He spoke about this recently in an interview. Not did with he? us. Yeah, he did. Um, 
about how he was worried that he was going to be very um, seen as, you know, not the a villain. good guy. And then if it didn't last and it, it didn't, he didn't get a second season, he'd always just be kind of like the awful Korean guy. And they were like, we promise you that if the show continues, we're going to do you justice. I think the justice is being done. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Long been done. Yeah, it's been done for a while. I also think even in season one, by the the end, we didn't feel so bad about no, it. Anyway. No, 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 no. There, is a, there is a moment of, uh, of, I mean, especially in that finale, mm. with that scene. I wonder what would have happened if the show did just get cancelled after one season. Like, how would they have just wrapped it up? I would not be the man I am today. That's for sure. We wouldn't be here. We should have a whole podcast dedicated to just like what 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 would have been for us. <laughs> just imagining what our lives would have, what paths they would have gone down. My life would have been exactly the same minus this podcast. You wouldn't be getting sent Dharma keys by lovely fans. No, we wouldn't. Without which yeah. I bought to Glastonbury, by the way, albeit by accident. But I just want to say. That I found it in my pocket one night when I was really drunk and I was showing it to everyone. And they loved that I had that. That is so funny. They loved that I had that key. So that key has like been, and I've got it, I didn't lose it. I lost a lot of things there. Dignity being one of them. But I did not lose my Dharma key. But listeners, we do know why this podcast is late now, don't we? <laughs> oh no, it's you. It's you. It's all you. All me, he says, having just shown off about being so drunk in a field and showing a load of strangers a key. With my Dharma key, telling about the Lost Boys podcast. I didn't get any more subscribers, did we? I have. How do you know? <sighs> this is what happens when me and Jack don't see each other for a while. We end up just like having a bicker. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about the island stuff? Let's talk about the island stuff. Um, before anything, I just want to say this episode is actually very notable. I actually read this up the other day and I was like, thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah. This is the last episode that's notable and you're going to hate this. For being the last of something. The last one. I can't tell you. But I'm just going to, I'm saying it right now. It's crazy. Can you give me a hint? No, I can't. Give the listeners a hint. The listeners will know. The last or something. Um. So, the opening of this episode sees... Is it the some... last episode where they're all on the same bit of the island together or... It sees the op- episode... Move on, Jack. Okay, fine. The episode opens with Sun alone in her garden and she hears someone approaching and the music kicks in and it's all like, oh my God, who is it, who is it, who is it? And this is obviously, it's happened a few times, but one time Charlie tried to drag her through the jungle when she fought with the others. Another time it was Jin when he came and ripped up all her garden. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. Uh, this time it's Jack. And Jack is asking all these questions about her pregnancy and Sun is very sceptical of Jack's uh, motives. Rightly so. Yeah, rightly so, but Sun is like the only one who seems to be. He is asking weird questions about her pregnancy, though. Yeah, I think it's cool that Sun's like, hmm, not sure. I'm glad someone is. Yeah. I mean, everyone else just fucked off anyway, so. Yeah, well, Jack's well jealous he didn't get offered to go on, a, on that trip. With, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's, um, what's Sawyer doing? What's Sawyer doing? Yeah. He's just like. He's reading somewhere. He's reading, probably pining after Kate. Yeah, we don't get much Kate this episode either. Not we get, a lot. get her at the beginning, don't we? We do. With with I mean, Sun voices her concerns about Jack to Kate, and Kate's like, no, no way. Like, but she would say that, wouldn't she? Yeah. And then she fills Sun in on um everything she learned from Juliet the other week about um kidnapping Claire for research on, on the baby and about how, you know, 
she was a fertility doctor. So son storms over to Juliet and she demands to know what happens to, pre- happens to pregnant women on this island, why they want to do tests and all that. And Juliet tells her in no, you know, uncertain terms, they die. Pregnant women die. And here's a soundbite of that. What happens to pregnant women on this island? What happens? They die. They all die. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was a soundbite of that. That's true. That was a soundbite of that. Um, so, long story short, Juliet um, takes Son to the medical station. And here's a soundbite of that. <laughs> you want me to help you and your baby? I have answers to your questions. But you have to come with me right now. Just you and me. Nobody else. <sighs> I knew I was going to go. I was going to do that. Well, yeah, yeah I, I was just going to beat you to it. Yeah, I beat no. you to it. <laughs> no, but genuinely, here's a soundbite. If what you said was true, that means I'm already dead. Why should I go anywhere with you? Because there may be hope for you yet. Um. So, Juliet. I mean, I know that you're thrown by the whole twist the other week that Juliet is bad and the whole thing with the flashback where she's like plotting with Ben. But, like, she does seem genuine when she says to son that she wants to give good news again, having lost nine patients. She seems, to me, she seems genuine when she says that. I would agree, even with, you know, the final twisty bit in this episode, I'd agree, I guess. But, yeah, she does seem, she seems like like she obviously wants to help in some ways, but also, you know, she has a other agenda. Other agenda, very good, because she's another. Yeah, exactly. Is that, did you mean that? Yeah. Very good. I like that. I'd applaud that. Otherwise, I, I would have said another agenda. There's an other. Other agenda. It's very good. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. It's like she's kind of restricted by, yeah, by Ben. We spoke about this at length last week, the other week, but like, do you think she's kind of doing this stuff because okay so at the end of the episode we'll talk about son son the conclusion to son's old son but at the end of the episode after telling son the doc which stands for their conception um she goes back into the medical station and she leaves ben a little voice note and says uh which she hides in a locker and says uh son's pregnant the fetus is healthy the baby's gins who was sterile before the crash um I'm going to I'm going to get other samples for you. I'll have one of Kate's in a few days. I'll tell you what we really need right now. What? Soundbite of that. In fact, we don't need to really recount this stuff. We could just play the episode and all and pause yeah. it and go, right, about this moment. Yeah, we could... Or we could just let people watch it and then let them just keep watching it and just, just watch it podcasts. themselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just let them watch it. Now it's getting existential. <laughs> I am wondering why we do this. Yeah, podcast. why why are we doing this? Why are people listening? Because of our disarming wit <laughs> and repartee. The banter. The banter. The bants. <laughs> um, please don't mention soundbite for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> really throws me off. Um, but she pauses. <laughs> oh, God. She pauses the thing afterwards and she says, I hate you. Which we could do a soundbite of, <laughs> no, but, stop it. but we don't need to. Okay, cool. Moving on from that joke. Ben, it's 6 a.m. on Saturday morning. Quan is pregnant. The fetus is healthy and was conceived on island with her husband. He was sterile before they got here. 
I'm still working on getting samples from the other women. I should have Austin's soon. I'll report back when I know more. I hate you. She says, I hate you. Um, what does that suggest to you? Um, it suggests to me that she hates whoever she's leaving this message for. Sure, but is she, <laughs> is she, is she good or bad, Jack? It suggests to me she potentially hates that person, which potentially means that I've been pretty put off by the soundbite thing. I know, I don't know you're why. being very snarky right um, now. Rain that in. Uh, yeah, it means she's kind of good. She's doing it because she has to, because she needs to go see her sister still. That's the big thing, isn't it? My sister. Her sister, she hasn't seen her in three years. She doesn't know these people. She still kind of wants to do good by them, but she's made a deal with Ben. She can't go back on it. But she, it's like Catch-22. Catch Catch-22 situation. It was the name of last week's episode. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, she brings she brings son... Before this, she brings son into the medical station, which is where Claire um, was kept. Um, and we learned that it's the place where they used to bring the pregnant women to die. Very dark. There's a secret mission. area as well. Yeah, so, you know, the, the lockers where um, Kate found uh, Mr. Friendly's fake beard and all that. Yes. There's a little lever... Um, obviously they didn't find the lever that would have been too much for one episode <laughs> back in season 2 episode 15 um, but they're in there is like because you know where Claire was kept in the room and you see the, the cot and all that yep. and the, the um, what do you call them the mobile that swings around the cot thing yeah it's all thrown into this room isn't it and tucked away in there is an ultrasound and Juliet kind of says to son Either your baby was conceived before you came to the islands and it's not Jin's, it's Jay Lee's, or you can see when you came to the island and you're likely gonna die. Um So she's gonna die. We learn that she's learned that it's Jin's. It was done the do on the island. Because sperm count is five times higher. Uh they could have moved that down to four. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. You know, I didn't write the show, it's fine. Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed in that. It's the only thing I'm disappointed about in life. <laughs> um, but they... What are you going to say about this moment? Go on. Um, I really love the acting in this scene, is what I was going to say. Sun is so good. Yeah, really good. And Juliet. And I like how they don't build up the, the reveal. Like, Juliet, there's no, like, dun 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 You conceived on the island. Mm. It was like just naturally organic. It was like you're watching real life. I, I thought it was a really, really good scene. Yeah, it was a good scene. And then, obviously, then we go outside and then Juliet goes back in to leave the message what that we've heard. What would you have done if Son had been like, yeah, I'll come back in with you? I thought Son was going to be suspect about her. But Juliet's obviously won her over. She has. They're now, they're now pals. She thanks her. She says, you gave me good news, Juliet. She makes her feel good. I think some probably needed a minute because she's going to die. She's just learned she's going to die in she's two months. She's got two months left to live. They could have moved that to four. Well, no. I mean, they could have, but no, it makes it more immediate. and and Yeah, it's not long. I mean, it's still longer than the entire series that we've watched so far. Yeah, that's true. Because we've only watched 90 days. That's, that is longer than two months. Also, when she says you conceived on the island, I think she says 54 days ago. Um, uh, that yeah. would position... Uh, the episode around the time where Sun and Jin weren't, weren't talking. <laughs> oh. So they, I think they must have had a, a quickie one night. 
I thought they were going to position it at that. There is one night where they like reunite properly and they get the they do the do. It's way later in this in the show. I mean, that's like season two. Yeah, after he returns from the raft, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This is like before he's even like building the raft. Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, they probably wouldn't have been. Yeah, they must have had like an angry quickie. I thought, unless it's Michael's. <laughs> Just throw that twist in there. I mean, that's not. I'm going to shut that down right now. <laughs> I'm shutting that down right now. Well, I think she would have said so. Um, but now Juliet has this information over Sun. Yeah. That and now Ben essentially is going to find that out too. Is he? She what? says Ben at the beginning of the when she records. Yeah, I know when she records, but did she say? I thought she just said that it is Jin's baby, not that it. You know. Oh, what you mean? The uh, extramarital, extramarital affair, affair yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juliet has that info now. Yeah, she does, yeah. Oh, that's going to come into play, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. I'm not going to lie. Can't spend um, an episode like doing that and then not have something Absolutely, come absolutely. <laughs> Comes into play. Um, oh, good. So um, we spoke about our sadness about the sperm count not being four times more because we wanted it to be a number watch. But it doesn't mean this episode has no numbers. Number watch. So, um... Can I just say... Oh, yeah. You are looking very like your brother right now. I think you've got the same haircut as... No, him. really? Yeah, oh, there is something... bad. No, there's nothing wrong with you looking like Isaac, Matthew. Isaac's good look. <laughs> It's a joke that no one will understand apart from my sister Eve. But yeah, you're looking very Matthewy at the moment. Well, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, I think it's been a while since I've seen you. So now, now I'm back. I'm just like, wow, you look so much like your brother. That's weird. Jeez. Yeah, well, I'll take it. If, if he used to listen once upon a time, if you want to take that, you can take that. I'll take it. Um, a boy in Jin's father's boat can be seen in the sequence where Sun walks towards him, um, and the numbers four and sixteen are visible. That's two number watches. Double number watch. In a flat, I love it. Also, that scene, that scene where she's walking up with the jetty. Yes. I, I was like, they've used this location before. That's um, the same place where like, Juliet came out of the submarine. Is it? Yeah, like I was watching, like, even now, I was like, that looks so much like that. And I, I confirmed that. I thought it was just the same place where we saw him last time. I mean, it is. So they've obviously just reused, they reused the, the it location. This yeah. Third time, this location. Um, yeah, arguably fourth because Locke. They must have been there when Locke went to the submarine. Yeah, and they didn't even include it on the Lost board game. Well, I mean, it was year out. <laughs> oh my god! So, dear listeners, before this podcast, I we only remember or I saw in Jacob's spare room the Lost board game glistening out at me. And decided to finally open it after we were sent it by Henry. Henry. And so we opened it up. You were enjoying it a lot. I, there were over 180 locations from season one and two in there. Season one and like four episodes and, and two. Uh, yeah, like not very much season two. No. But they, some of those locations were very tenuous. Let's put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. It was like beach, romantic beach. The Death Beach. Like, the Pathway. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, very... I mean, I'm not sure. I feel like we should play this game properly. No, I think we should. We will. 
I'm very excited. We shall do it. We should have probably played it off to season two. Because we're a bit, a bit outdated now. now, isn't it? Yeah, but we will do that. No, I'm up for that. Good. Damn straight. I mean, tomorrow's Sunday. Could Sunday board game. Well, hey, it's a day created for board games. It is. Charlie claims a trek back to the beach camp is eight hours one way. You know what that is? Didn't he say nine hours? He says eight. Oh, I misheard. Son mentions that Jin was in the army when he was 16. And that caps off this week's number, number watch. watch. Miguel. He's back. He's alive. How? Blew up. Got put back together. Maybe he's the thing. He's John Carpenter's The Thing. The Thing. That's him. Good to have him back though, right? Fun. Fun to have him back. I'm surprised he's back. I mean, it's great. Yeah. He's been in quite a few episodes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in... I mean, he's in... Two. He was in Juliet's episode. Oh, he does show up in that. He's in three. Well remembered. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is his fourth appearance. That should have been you remembering that. And that is a number watch. Can I just say? Wow. That is a real snuck under the door number watch. Boom. This is Miguel's fourth appearance. Wait, is it? I want to fact check it. Because yeah, it's the one. Yeah. So he appears in... in the video. What? He appe- No, this is five. He appears in the video. Holy shit, man. You are his biggest fanboy. He does appear in the video. This yeah, you is are, fine. You're so wrong. Yeah, mate. I am wrong when it comes to Mikhail Bakunin. <laughs> it is his fifth. You are correct. Get your Miguel facts right. Oh, my God. You love him so much. <laughs> the video. God. The video. Yep, fifth. You're right. Damn straight. Yeah. Stand corrected. Wow. You thought three. No, four. I've seen today. We're up to five now. Is there another? Don't I think don't so. think there is. No. no, I don't think there is. Um, he obviously understands languages. So when he saved Naomi's life after striking a deal with Desmond, they Naomi is it? Oh, so that is confirmed in the Lost podcast after this episode. They confirm her name, mm. so it's not a spoiler, really. If they confirmed it for fans, I don't. I, I feel like that's not a spoiler. Maybe unless she tells me next episode that I name something different. We got a Ben Henry situation. No, next next episode she confirms her name to be Naomi. Okay. Um, oh, you got to watch yourself, mate. Go watch this episode. I've been schooling you all over. Well, I've got it written down because I, I have got a section here where it's like lost podcasts, uh, lost okay. official podcasts, things they they kind of tell the told the fans. This Carlton and Damon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they confirmed that her name was Naomi, and they give the surname as well if you fancy it. Not yet. All right, save it. Fine. I don't know if you even know learn it in the show. Go but on. Anyway. Oh, go on. Go no, on. No, no. We'll wait. We'll wait. Is it Campbell? <laughs> Watts Watts well, I knew someone called something Watts before Well say the name in full uh, I can't remember his full name It's Matthew no, Watts No say her name Naomi in full Naomi Watts I'm joking That's an actress You Na- idiot Oh Naomi Watts I interviewed her Yeah you did Yeah <laughs> You're an idiot <laughs> That whole thing. You're such a fool I love it Um. So <laughs> Yeah Naomi Fuck it we're going to call her Naomi now. She, um, is her name not really Naomi? Her name is Naomi. Her name, her name is not Watts. All right. Um, she's speaking a lot of languages. She speaks a bit of Spanish, speaks Chinese, speaks Portuguese, speaks English. Bit of Italian. Bit of Italian. Now, at one point, she says something after Mikael takes the branch out of her abdomen. Um, and then Desmond says, what she say? And he said, she said, thank you. She said, thank you. And you were like, mm, don't think she said that. 
So I know what she said. What'd she say? I'm not going to tell you. I could just rewatch the episode with captions on. Or just Google Translate. No, it wouldn't come up on the episode. I'll just Google Translate. Do we say? I don't know. Is it a spoiler? I mean, kind of not. Surely it can't be because there would have been the fandom just online straight afterwards. Okay, going. she says, I'm not alone. Ooh. Why'd um, you say that to him? I'm not alone. She probably has no idea who's who, though, right? She's like, literally had her lung punctured. Yeah, that seems... Hmm. Anyway, Desmond, Desmond's like, takes such a leadership role here, um, which is, like, obviously unlike him. We've never really seen him like that. And Charlie is really angry that he wants to let him go, Mikael go. Um... And Mikael, like, tries to pinch that satellite phone thing that Naomi has. Um, and Jin, thankfully, cottons on and gets it back. But um, Ch- Desmond raises an excellent point to Charlie. What's that? He says, by my account, you've killed more of them than they have killed of you. I think we should hear that sound bite, to be honest. Then we get to feel the real emotion. I felt it. You felt it? I felt it. Good. Would you have let him go? Oh, that's a tough question, Jacob Stallworthy. Would I have let him go? No, would be my answer. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. I, yeah. No, no way. He's bit, like so shifty. Bit suspect, isn't he? He's the shiftiest of all the others. He he has an eye patch. <laughs> exactly. Not that if you have an eye patch, you're necessarily shifty. No, no, not at all. But you're way more shifty if you're in a TV show and you have an eye patch, especially when like you're wearing flipping Dharma overall, <laughs> yeah. Is there name a single character with an eye patch who's not a bit shifty? Um, I'm going to go right out there and say there is not one. Okay, if I wore an eye patch in real life, I would want to be represented on screen, and I feel like that's not being there. No good eye patches. Quite true. Yeah, quite true. Think about that next time you're writing a show, Carlton Cues. Talking of which, obviously we know his new show is Watchmen. Um, in the that's last... Damon's new show, not oh, Carlton's. Carlton. I oh, said Carlton. I'm literally not fit. You're not listening, are you? However, Damon has written a new film with Carlton Cues's son, Nick, and the trailer was released today. Oh, what film was that? And it's directed by Craig Zobel, who directed multiple episodes of The Leftovers. And it's called The Hunt. Isn't there already a lot of films called The Hunt? Probably. But this is a Blumhouse. Oh. I'm going to show you the trailer after this podcast. Exciting. And I recommend all the listeners go out and watch it. It's a really fun little teaser. And it's, yeah, um, Damon is now writing with uh, Carlton's son, Nick. You know, all the sons of people who wrote, who worked on Lost are doing quite well. Like J.J. Abrams' son is now writing a comic book with J.J. Abrams. Like a brand new Spider-Man Pretty thing. Pretty cool, isn't it? It's cool. I nepotism. Mean, yeah, nepotism. A little bit. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's still hard work though. Like, I'm sure Nick Hughes is like, you know, put work in. I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. I hope his dad put him on an island and then haunted him. Who said, he said, I'm dead now. He de- he pretended to die and then would appear out of a bush every so often. Which is a location in the game. That that is a location in the in the lost board game. Christian's tree. Christian's tree. I mean, I don't think he claims a tree. 
It's not his tree. It's not his tree. It's just the tree. And there's lots of trees at. around him. So which one are they talking about? Uh, there is a picture of the tree in the board game. Okay. And it's just him, really small underneath the tree. <laughs> it's from the season one episode, right? Walk, at the end of Walkabout, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, throwing it back to Desmond in the last official podcast for DOC, um, someone asked a question, uh, will we see the foot statue again? Four-toed foot. And they said, before the end of the show, yes, you will. Um, but he said, is it any way linked to the Percy Shelley poem Ozymandias? Uh, and Damon wasn't isn't actually familiar with that poem, but he says he is familiar with the comic Watchmen, which features a character of the same name. Anyone could have told him then that he was going to be making a TV show about Watchmen. Oh, uh, yeah. In a decade's time. By the way, everyone, we are doing going to do a Watchmen podcast. Absolutely we are. When it comes out. Watchmen, boys. Charlie mentions Locke blew up the flame station and Saeed got shot. And Hurley mentions that Mikael was thought that Mikael died by being pushed through a, a sonic fence. I love that they chat about this stuff off screen. What else are they going to talk about? Well, I know, but I want to see those scenes. You just want to be on the island. I want to be friends with them. Having a chat with them. Oh, my oh, Tell me what Locke did. Tell me what Locke did. <laughs> and then, and then how did Kate react? <sighs> I want to be their friend. Um, so... Your views and all of this episode, if you had to rate it out of five. Four. Oh, number watch. <laughs> like, yeah, like pretty much every one of those like five out, out of five is going to be a number watch, isn't it? Yeah. Like there are a lot of four star episodes. There are. A few fives. There are. Many Quite. fives. Oh, yeah. A couple of threes. I'm going to go out and say I reckon the next one could be a five for you. Really? I think the next few could be a five for you. Ooh. I might go ahead and say I think every episode until the end of the season now is going to be a five for you. That's big. Big claim. Then I reckon the first few of season four are going to be a four. That's interesting. A- a- anyway, I'm I well digress. excited for season four. I feel like... It's a good season. I feel like season four number watch. It's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, when season four rolls around, we can't do like... <laughs> so, this is a season four episode. Number watch. <laughs> That is ridiculous. This is season four, episode four. Double oh, number watch. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you want from next week's episode? Oh, I could do with Locke and his daddy. Yeah. I could do a little bit of them. Yeah. Oof. Could do with a little bit. Just finding out what the hell went down. Just what what, what happened. Oh, whose episode would it be? Hurley's, I'm going to go with. You think it's going to be Hurley's? Have we had a Hurley one? In, no, we had the Trisha Takanao episode. Was that Trisha just... Tanaka is dead, yeah. How, episode was... 10, that was. Oh, it's, but that's a bit too soon. We haven't had a Charlie episode. Um, No, we haven't. Maybe Charlie. Maybe it might be his time. Either they're going to do that now, or they're going to wait until like the last episode of the season and then just kill him off then. You think Charlie's going to die? I think Charlie's going to die. Um... So you're going with what? Well, I want one answer. Charlie. Okay. Um, hero of the week. Miguel. Really? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I guess. I guess, uh, Mr. Kwan. It's got. It's unanimous. Senior and junior. Yeah. Yeah. The Kwans. The Kwans. The Kwans. Not Sun. Not Sun, no. no. Um, the Quans. 
The male quans, yeah. The male quans. And the villain is 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 um prostitute mum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she could be. Yeah, because Mr. Pake's not really evil in this one. If anything, he's borderline hero of the week. <laughs> for giving the money. No questions asked. <laughs> yeah, but he does kind of like make Jin do awful things. Yeah, I mean not in this episode specifically, sure. But we know the effects of this yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, Juliet's pretty heroic. Yeah. I mean, until, oh, no. yeah, until the just... end. No, I think, I think it's Mr. Kwan and Jin. Because Jin also beats up Miguel and gets the phone back. Oh, it's true. Jin it's, has... a double jo- it's a double Kwan whammy. <laughs> it's a double Kwan whammy. I love it. It's Kwan squared. It's Kwan, Kwan squared. It will never get the likes of this again. Oh, so good. Could be the last time we ever see Mr. Kwan on the show. I mean, Mr. Kwan Sr. gets it just for that smile. Oh, mega what, man? Mega what? He has really good teeth as really well. He has good teeth. John Shin. John Shin. John Shin. Good name. Really like good guy. Um, so, thank you. That was fun. That was fun. It's fun. I'm excited for the next one, but I'm obviously going to say that at the end of every episode now because they <laughs> say get that so good. Every time. I do. Even so when it's time. a bad episode, you're like, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to think this next one have Miguel in it. I don't think we see him again, but yeah. Don't say that. What, do you not think we will? You I want to see him again, our boy. You, you love him. I'm his number one fan. You are, you love him. When are we getting the Mr. Friendly Tom interview, Jacob? Oh yeah, uh, Mr. Friendly Tom interview will be um, taking place, I'm just going to say, uh, before the end of the season. Okay, because I think, you know, we've missed a week, missed a couple of weeks this season. We need to repay the fans. Should we, we, tell, should we tell the fans that I interviewed Ian Summerholder? Oh, he didn't. Boone uh, himself. Mic drop. You interviewed Boone? What? I'm just going to leave that there. A little tantalizing thing for you to mull over. As, as in, why would you interview Ian Summerholder? Um, and what did he say? That's for next week. Oh, exciting. Yeah, that's for next week. Um, he was he a was really lovely guy, really engaging, and um, it was a really great experience. <laughs> but no, thanks for listening, everyone. And we're back now, aren't we? We're back. Where, we're can, back. where can people find us, Jacob? Um, Lost Boys Pod on Twitter, Jacob underscore Stoll on Twitter, and Jack J. Shepard on Twitter. Yeah. I did it. I did, you don't need to. That was it. You can see that me and my new job title. Absolutely. Hello. And we're going to do a little... Uh, I think we need to do more um, visuals on Twitter. Yeah, we'll get back into Twitter game. It's been it's been a weird few weeks for Lost Boys. We've been both finding our feet in new new things. Yeah, it's acclimatizing. We have, and it's it has been. Sorry, if people feel we've neglected the podcast. We haven't. I think people probably don't feel we've neglected as much as we have because it's been a while since we've actually done it. But we actually only released an episode a week before last. Yeah. So, but we are back now, aren't we? Full time. Yeah, we're back. I'm excited. And Excited then, to see the rest of the season. Yeah, man, we're not far off at all. We've got three standard episodes in the finale. Damn. You excited? I'm excited. And on that bombshell, here's a soundbite. 815. Flight 815. The one from Sydney. Yeah. Oh, that's not possible. Yeah, I know. It wasn't easy, but we found food. No. And the hatch. No, and more Flight food. 815, they... They found the plane. There were no survivors. They were all dead.